0: Well, we all know there is a massive problem with juvenile crime here in Australia, and it's not just in Queensland, and it's not just in Alice Springs, it is everywhere. But the focus, the microscope has been on North Queensland, and I wonder why. And then we found out on the weekend that Mount Isa, a tiny town of Mount Isa, population about 20,000, also has a problem, Uh, and nightclub identification scanners maybe should be used to help curb alcohol-fuelled violence. Now, the Mount Isa mayor is Danielle Slade, who, according to the Courier-Mail, has said some days up to 50 people are lined up at some establishments to buy grog and an alcohol ban register is needed. What is an alcohol ban register or a ban drinker's registry? What's it all about? the Mayor of Mount Isa. Mayor Daniel Slade is on the telephone now. Good morning to you, Madam Mayor. It's lovely to meet you.
1: Uh, It's great to be chatting to you too,
0: Luke. Um, Tell me, Mount Isa, population 20,000 people, you've got a problem and and you're not in your Pat Malone. What's happening in Mount Isa at the moment?
1: So One of the things that we've always had is uh, we've had people come in from dry communities to access alcohol. But in the last few years, we've been seeing a real influx coming in from the Northern Territory. Now, the Northern Territory have a lot of um, alcohol restrictions. If you're going to a bottle, o, uh, you have to produce ID. Mm. Um, you're only allowed to buy, I think it's a carton of beer, a bowl of spirits and a couple of bottles of wine per day. And if you have been identified by the courts as someone who has been involved in, in and I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot of alcohol um, uh, um violence, things of that sort, mm. you can actually be banned from buying alcohol on, at the bottle shop, which is the banned drinker's register. Yep. So what we're finding is people who are banned in the Northern Territory are coming over to Queensland so they can purchase the alcohol.
0: And, and we and are getting... And might take it back with them.
1: No, we've, at the moment, um, I think that is happening. I I believe there is grog running. But, but we are getting huge numbers coming to Mount Isa and I think we're almost up to 600 that are sort of camped in our Lockout River, which is our water supply, mm. and they're just here to access alcohol. So we're really, and, and this has sort of been developing over the last two years. And when the Prime Minister went into other Springs uh, in January.
0: Yeah, for three hours.
1: That's right, and we, since the 30th of January, we had an extra 400 people come through.
0: So how far is Mount Isa from the Northern Territory border? It's two hours. It's a two-hour drive, right. And you've yeah. had about 600 people travel from the Northern Territory where there are pretty strict uh, alcohol bans, and they're coming to your town, Mount Isa, not to work, yeah. not to contribute. They're coming there just to access alcohol.
1: That's right. and uh, there's a lot of antisocial behavior with this. and And what we found is that um, it's not just people camped in the light car river, they're actually going over to people in public housing and they're they're having some uh, you know alcohol feud parties. And mm. we're finding that um that the kids who live in these homes are now wandering the streets of time, mm. and the the youth crime has gone through the roof. and I'm not sure about the what's happening with youth crime down in the southeast corner, but from our end here, it, it's neglect. These kids are safer on the streets than they are in their own homes.
0: Wow. That is so sad. So uh, uh, a banned drinker's registry. So what you would be given, would every adult be given a card? How would it work? Sorry, take me through it.
1: Well, all it would mean is if you're in Queensland, there's, when you buy alcohol at the bottle shop, you would just have your ID your driver's license or your ID. So that
0: would be everybody. And, uh, everybody. Uh, uh, black, white, uh, brindle, doesn't matter what colour you are, doesn't matter who you are, what you do, everybody would have a card.
1: So, yeah, so it'd just be a yep. driver's license in most cases. Yes. And you And they would scan it and that would be the end of it for you unless you were on the banned drinker's register and it would mean that they would say, I'm sorry, mate,
0: mm, mm.
1: you're on the banned drinker's register, we can't um, sell you alcohol.
0: Yes. Yes. So, and then what, there's, you know what, when there's an addiction, and you, you would know this, when there's a, an addiction and there's a will, there's a way. So people will try and get around this, won't they?
1: Oh, and they are at the moment. So they're, they're, they're willing to move to places like Isa, Townsville and Cairns so that they can access alcohol. And we're, so we're all sort of um, feeling the effects now with this antisocial behaviour they're not staying in accommodation, they're actually camped, you know, over in parks or in our case in our main water supply, our Lockhart River, and, you know, we're, we're finding not only the rubbish is it's just incredible, it's cost us about 35000 to do a clean-up, but there's human waste throughout the CBD. and. The the antisocial flow-on effects, so so, and as residents here, and I I grew up here, so I know Manweiser back to front, this is not usual for us, and and we're not resourced in any way to
0: deal with this problem. Yeah, and it's all to do with alcohol, folks. Why do you think this is coming to a head now?
1: There's a lot of factors to this, and and, uh, myself, the Mayor of Townsville, Jenny Hill, and the Mayor of Cairns, Bob Manning, have written to the Deputy Premier, and we've we've put... we've put some of the things that are in common with, with both, all three cities forward, but it's there is um, a, a mass housing shortage in communities, so we're finding that Maniza in particular is getting an influx of people looking for housing and we we have double the amount per capita of public housing and housing seem to prioritise people who are in crisis or in domestic violence mm. so if you can imagine um we don't have any way of supporting people who are in these situations. And, and usually if you're in crisis or domestic violence, you, you've got trauma. And we, we just don't have psychologists, child psychologists. We don't have any of the wraparound support um, that people need. And we've got, you know, 750 uh, um, public housing, mm. which is double the amount most cities have. And then we don't have the supports for them. So yeah. we're, we're sort of getting hit from both directions with people coming in to access alcohol. And then people in crisis come into Mount Isa to access accommodation. So we're sort of – there's a lot happening here and we really need um, the state and federal government to come in and uh, work with council and also the community. You
0: you talk about lack of help and support. How how big is your police force? Because uh, the police in Alice Springs are completely overwhelmed. What about in Mount Isa?
1: Well, I'm told that there's – from. From the top of Mornington um, Island all the way down to Birdsville, so in your, so you're west of Queensland, there's 200 police. So wow. Uh, so we we definitely, um, you know, the police were really struggling. Um, prior to this extra 400 people coming in. So we, like I said, you know, we've always had about 40 or 50 people coming in from drive communities over the years. And it's something that, you know, it's always happened.
0: The thing that I don't understand is that we all live under the Southern Cross and we all live by the same rules. And if you have a child that is clearly being neglected and wandering around the streets at all hours of the night and all hours of the morning, Why can't the Department of Community Services say that that child needs to be taken away and put into a safe house or foster house because clearly the parents are neglecting that child? Why can't that happen?
1: Exactly. And this is what we've been lobbying for because the police are picking up a child as young as eight and at two in the morning, taking them home and finding that no one's home.
0: Well, that's neglect. So that child needs protection
1: exactly and it is it is neglect and it doesn't matter if that child's 8 or 14 years old or,
0: or, or black white or brindle
1: exactly and it, it is neglect i um, le- i personally have been um, had a, a young child come into my home who's about 14 it was a saturday night 8 p.m. we were all home and the and the child walked in with a view to rob us and and uh, well, just,
0: just walked into a, a crowded house
1: well we're all we're, 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 my, my kids were in the lounge room and I was outside the back door with a few friends over yeah. and he's, he's walked into my house, gone through my kitchen, gone through my room, and he he was looking for cash and food. Uh. And this is um, I'm actually getting to uh, getting to meet with this child in, in, but, but this is a very common thing and and a lot of the agencies that are being funded, finish around four or five. So we we need more support with agencies that are working at the night time when the kids are actually out and about.
0: I'm talking to the mayor of Mount Isa. Uh, It's uh, Mayor Daniel Slade. I had a bloke ring me the other day, last last Friday, and he was taken to jail and questioned and fingerprinted because he smacked his 13-year-old daughter on the bottom because she was being rude and insolent and swearing. It was a tap one tap on the bottom and docs were called, the police were called. He was locked up for six hours, fingerprinted. And yet you've got children wandering the streets of Mount Isa and Townsville and Cairns and Alice Springs and the list goes on. And why aren't those parents held accountable?
1: Exactly. And we also have a very high rate of children, not at school. So I could actually take you for a drive during the day and we could find anywhere from 50 to hundred kids at school and, and to me, it's a human right, um, food, shelter, and education. And so this is really concerning that um, kids aren't at school and how are they going to get ahead and, and break the cycle if they're in one if they're not educated? So a lot has to be done mm-hmm. and it it's not going to be one thing that fixes this, like the, the banned alcohol register. But we do need some um, some things to happen immediately. We need some interim um interim help but also long term and I I believe it has to be all a government approach so local state federal we need community buy-in non-for-profit and and private business buy-in because no one knows the communities better than the people living in them so we definitely want to work with the state and federal government but we just don't need people sitting in the southeast corner or in Canberra trying to come up with solutions when they may not understand their the problem in its
0: entirety. The thing that, that really hit with me was a, a few minutes ago, you said the kids feel safer on the streets than they do in their alcohol fueled homes.
1: Exactly. That, and, that and, is,
0: every child deserves to feel safe at home. It's This is really, really wrong.
1: It is. And uh, look, this I have been talking to um, Blue in the Face for a couple of years now. And I'm always mindful that going to the media is going to hurt Mount Isa's brand. But, you know, I I say all the time, this is 2023. This shouldn't be happening on our watch. Children should have a right to be safe in their homes.
0: Wow. I do want to, I did want to end on a positive note. (laughs) And that is you're celebrating 100 years this year. Um. So you don't want to ruin Mount Isa's brand. So you, and you are the mayor, like, and you were born and bred there. You've, you're, you're proud as hell. So what's happening this year?
1: Well, on Thursday just gone, we we officially turned one hundred, which was um, an amazing day. We had a, we had a morning tea for our older generation, and there's about five hundred turned up. And then, and on the evening we had a. Live music, Tanya Kernighan and, and Maka from uh, hosting the events, and we just had food. So we had about four or 5,000 people turn in, which was fantastic. But we have things going to happen all year round. So and in May, we're having a Back to Manizer reunion with a rodeo, and uh, we're also going to have a, the biggest show we've ever had for the Manizer show, so that'll be fantastic. Right. And, of course, it's going to be the biggest rodeo we've ever had
0: this oh, year, hang was- on, hang on. The animal rights people will have a crack at you over the rodeo now. Don't- oh look, <laughs> the,
1: the animals are very well. I cared. know,
0: I know, <laughs> I know. But you can't, you can't turn sideways these days. Everybody's PC and everybody's upset about something. God, they wanted to rewrite Roald Dahl. So don't start me. Um, Bad eyes a bear. Daniel Slade, it's lovely to meet you. Why don't I get you back on this program on the Man Cave one Friday, and we'll talk about your rodeo and, and all the positive things that Mount Isa has to offer. Why don't we do that?
1: I would love that because this is a, a an awesome city. Um, anyone who's grown up here just absolutely loves Mount Isa. The people are fantastic, and it is just a you know a great way of life here. So I'd I'd love to be, spruik Mount Isa to
0: you. Let's do that. In the meantime, good luck with trying to get support from the state and federal government. And please keep me in the loop, okay?
1: Thank you, Luke. Thank you so
0: much. But, but, Danielle, it is a a double standard, isn't it? That, That you can have children wandering the streets and living in houses that are unsafe because of drug and alcohol fueled parents. And the Department of Community Services doesn't step in and take those children away and put them somewhere safe. I don't know what Are they are they worried it's going to be called another stolen generation? Why do we have a, this double standard? That needs to be addressed.
1: It really does. And and you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, addictions are you know uh, anyone can fall. You know, anyone can fall for an addiction. You know, it doesn't have any bias. And, you know, I know myself, I don't like being um, around, being at the pub around a lot of drunk people. Hmm. So I just imagine as a child, you know, you shouldn't have to do it in your own home.
0: It must be frightening for them. It must be absolutely frightening. And you're right, anyone can fall to an addiction. But there was something else you said, and that's education. If the kids stop going to school, they're going to fall further and further through those cracks. Education is so important. You've got a lot on your hands. Let me know how I can help. Thank
1: you. That'd be great.
0: It's, as I said, nice to meet you.
1: Thank you, Luke. Thank you.
0: Mount Isa Mayor Danielle Slade. Wow, they've got. It's not. It's, it's not just you know, Townsville and Cairns and the Gold Coast and Brisbane and Alice Springs. This is a national problem. This is a national problem. And uh, good luck with trying to sort it out. You might have some thoughts. 133353 is the telephone number. You're listening to the night shift around Australia on the Triple M network.